Welcome to the Stephen and Arjun's Football Podcast, where they discuss anything football, everything football. This podcast is brought to you by Starshot Bakery and Misuboy SG. Craving for party treats like cakes and cookies in Subang Jaya? Visit starshot.bakery on Instagram. Or would you like tiramisu in Singapore? Visit misuboy.sg on Instagram as well. Good day listeners and welcome to another episode of the Steven and Arjun's Football Podcast. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Starshot Bakery and Misuboy SG. Last episode, we had guest Spurs fan Cedric Lowe on the channel with us to discuss about everything Tottenham Hotspur. And today, we would like to welcome again back to the channel, Uday Sharma. Uday, welcome. Thank you. Hi. Um, thanks for having me again. Alright, so listeners, today, the topic for today is actually, uh, uh, there, there's a game that we kind of want to play, which is called Gone in 60 Seconds, whereby I'll be asking questions, like uh, fast-paced questions about what they think, uh, what their views are like, for Arjun and Uday. And there's a one-minute timer for each of them to answer. Uh, sorry, not each of them. One minute for both of them to answer within that one minute. So this one minute will in, uh, include... Uh, reaction time, thinking time, answering time, and elaboration time. Yeah, so it's quite cool and quite fast-paced, and we'll see how it goes. And once, uh, let, let's say, like, the answer has been completed, and one minute is not up, then we'll move on to the second question. So we can keep it um, fast-paced like that. Yeah, so what we'll do here today is uh, the odd questions, question number one, three, five, seven, and nine, and so on, will be answered first by Arjun. And two, four, six, eight, ten, and so on will be answered first by Uday. This is to prevent them uh, speaking over each other. All right. So um, again, listeners, these questions have been prepared by me, and I have not shared these questions with them, so they do not know what to expect yet. Yet. <laughs> so, Ajit, yeah. Uday, are you ready? Is that going to be a winner? Are you going to announce the winner at the end of it? <laughs> No, there's no winner. It's just like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, I win. You know, I win. Hope I win. Oh yes. Uh, by the way, when the timer is up, there will be a bell to indicate the time is up, and then we'll move on to the next question. The bell sounds something like this. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty loud. Very right. nice. Loud and clear. <laughs> okay. Without further ado, let us start today's session. Ready? Yeah. Uh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Question number one. Best Premier League signing ever. Do not consider the money in terms of performance. Arjun? Uh, of all time? I would, uh, say, yes. I would say Cristiano Ronaldo. That's my answer. Uh, oh, just that he's 42 goals season. Okay. Uh, Propel United to the Premier League and Champions League double. And although there have been quite a lot of other signings who have uh, for example, Virgil van Dijk and uh, Mo Salah and Bruno Fernandes, who have also equally brought their team glory, but I think Cristiano Ronaldo was the best. But but he didn't hit the highest at MU though. Uh, yes, but he, he did. Uh, he was the main cause of MU winning the few Premier League titles when he was. Okay, Uday, your turn. Quick answer. Okay, uh, my answer is Virgil van Dijk uh, because wow. um, Liverpool won the league with Virgil van Dijk as a centre back after thirty years. That's basically the explanation. And right now, in the next current season, they're struggling. Yeah, go answer. Okay, second question. Most worthy 
pound for pound Premier League signing ever. Uh, Uday. Uh, pound for pound, oh boy. This one we consider money. Consider money? Okay. Um, then definitely... Uh, Diego Jota. From, Diego Jota. Uh, when Wolves bought him. Not when Liverpool bought wow. him. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Arjun? I, I did not expect that answer. For sure. Um, oh, that's a very hard question. I would probably go for Thierry Henry. Andy Robertson. Thierry Henry. Thierry Henry was from, cheap, right? Oh, okay. uh, yes, he was. But yeah. I think for the amount of money that Arsenal spent for Thierry Henry from Juventus, as a 20-year-old third-choice right winger at the time, mm. uh, to be bought, brought to Arsenal and to hit the heights that he, he did with Arsenal, I think he was probably one of the best pound-for-pound signings. understand. Okay, question three. Arjun will go first. Best Premier League Asian player of all time? That's an easy one. And it might be a little bit of biasness, but I think... So far, uh, Park Jisung, definitely. I don't think anyone has topped Park Jisung. Son Heung-min probably will top Park Jisung in a few years, uh, at least once he wins a trophy. But for now, um, Park Jisung was a manager's dream. For example, in the Champions League, when he man-marked uh, Perlo out of the game to enable United to win against AC Milan. Yeah, so definitely Park Jisung is my answer. Audi? Son Heung-min um, is my answer. Um, because he is doing, he actually helped Spurs when Harry Kane was injured last season um, during the COVID season, and he was their only striker or only available forward. So, and he still managed to bring that form into the current season as well. So, Son Heung-min is my answer. I agree, though. Son for me is Son. All right. Uh, question number four: Premier League winner this season, Uday. Uh, in the last podcast, you talked about Premier League winner is City. Arjun, you said Liverpool. What is your answer now? Uh, Uday go first. Oh, Uday first. Yes, um, Man City again. That's my answer. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, uh, hindsight is a great thing. <laughs> Arjun, how um how it has gone on? Yes, I definitely will change my answer to City as well. I did would not have expected Liverpool to uh do so badly in the meantime from the time I predicted them doing the Premier League up to now. So yeah, definitely yeah. Man City. Yeah, all right. Okay. Question number five. This one, Arjun will go first. Erling Holland or Kylian Mbappe? Oh, that is a tough one because I am a big fan of Haaland. But I think at this point of time, Mbappe has proved himself a lot more. And he's still very young. So I would go mm. for Mbappe. Uh, however, yes, Haaland is also a very good goal scorer. But it's just a close one for me to go for Mbappe. Uh, also because he won the World Cup with France and he was probably one of the main reasons why he, uh, France won the World Cup. Mm. Okay. Uh, Udi? I'm just going to say the same answer. Kylian Mbappe. Um, the other reason is because I support France and um, I was <laughs> really, really happy when they finally won. I finally get mm. to see a live World Cup team, winning team, the French winning team. So yeah, Kylian Mbappe, he is just uh, magnificent. That's my answer. All right, thank you. Question number six. Uday will go first. Messi or Ronaldo? Um, answer is Messi. Because he has consistently done it in a single season. That's the answer. In a single club. 
throughout his career, especially when Barcelona didn't have a prime team or didn't have a good spine, he still carried them forward. Even though they're not winning cups, he's still undoubtedly the best. So, yeah. But you can argue that Ronaldo do it across different leagues. Yes, Ronaldo did it in a cold <laughs> Tuesday night in Stoke City, but I think Messi would be uh, able to do that as well if he can do it in a cold Wednesday night in Real Sociedad. So. <laughs> Arjun? Yeah. As a playing style goes, I would choose Messi, but to say who's better, I would say Ronaldo, just for the reason you said that he has done it with a lot more clubs uh, compared to Messi. Uh, Messi, for example, with Argentina, he hasn't been able to hit the heights that he did with Barca. And, but although playmaking abilities, Messi has been far better. But Ronaldo... Question seven. This one, Arjun will go first. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Should MU sign Jadon Sancho? Um, if you had asked me that at the start of the season, I would have said yes, without a doubt. But yes. now with the emergence of Greenwood, as well as uh, we just signed Diallo, 18-year-old Diallo, who had a debut last night, uh, which seemed pretty promising. Um, Sancho will definitely help us, but I don't think it's the main priority area for United right now. And given mm. his inconsistent form this season, I would be worried if United signed him for big money, whether he would deliver. Uh, so at this point of time, no. Yeah. Would it? Okay. So um, for me, it's a yes. Because we definitely need an experienced right winger, and we haven't had an experienced right winger for the last three years already, and that mm-hmm. has to seem to be um, a bad uh, decision by the board as well as the manager. So my answer is yes, Jaden Sancho. Okay, thank you. Question number eight. This one, Ude will go first. Best okay. player you have watched in a live televised match. Live televised match, as in in um, in a singular the- performance in a match. He leave you uh, with a very great impression. Oh, okay. On TV, like, yeah, really, yeah. Live, like okay, in a stadium, right? Yes. No, no, no need to be live in a stadium, just when you watch the TV. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, player. I guess definitely um, Ronaldo in his early days in Manchester United. I think it was his um, yellow strand of hair, all the mm. skills that he had, definitely put me in awe. Mm. Um, and yeah, basically Cristiano Ronaldo, that's my answer. Mm. Arjun? Uh, my answer is a very unconventional one. I'm going to go for Vinic. Uh, as a United fan, early days, yes, Ronaldo, Rooney, Berbatov, Tevez, the mm. attack was very exciting. But defensively, Vinic was the rock. He will put his head where the ball was, even if it meant getting kicked in the head. And that was really impressive to watch. Because I don't think uh, many players, 90% of players wouldn't do that. So, yeah. Okay, uh, just to add on my answer, this one actually I have an answer as well. <laughs> uh, actually, I wanted to, what, what I wanted was oh, a singular player who made an impression to you uh, to you in a match. Lah. So for me, yeah. it was Luis Suarez against Manchester United. Yeah. The, the game where Dirk Cup scored a hat-trick against MU. I wonder oh, if you okay. remember. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah Dirk Cup scored a hat-trick, but... Can I change my answer right now? Ellison against Leicester City recently. That's the single player that impressed me the most. What a save. <laughs> what a kung fu kick. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a bit dumb from him. <laughs> Alright, question 9. Arjun will go first. Yeah. Can Barcelona mark a comeback against PSG? Um, I, I know they did mount a comeback against PSG in similar fashion mm-hmm. a few years ago. But this time, it's looking quite impossible. 
new mm. boss struggling in the league uh, messi doesn't seem too happy the team is not gelling as well as they used to solely missing suarez so i i don't think so even though the, they might win the second leg but i don't think it'll be with enough margin to overturn the uh, tie okay uh, udi um i am going to say yes because of messi that's my answer <laughs> messi is going to score a hat trick and um you can invite me for the next podcast again All right, question number 10. Ude will go first. Will Messi leave Barcelona? If yes, where? Um yes, and the answer is Manchester City because he wow. wants to reunite with Pep Guardiola. Okay. Adju. Um he will leave, yes, but I don't know where for sure. I used to think it used to be Man City but the way Pep Guardiola was acting in the previous transfer window and it seems that they don't really need Messi and Messi is a luxury player who strolls around the pitch uh, not very disciplined defensively as well I don't think uh, in this Man City team he would fit in that sort of player because they already have a Kevin De Bruyne who is not required to track back as much who's given the freedom I don't think they can afford to have another player like that So maybe he might stay a few more seasons at Barca and then go to like MLS or something. That's what I think mm. would happen. The last big paycheck from there, lah. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> But I want to see him in Leeds, though. That'll be crazy. That'll be crazy. <laughs> But Leeds can't afford him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Question eleven. This one, Ajit will go first. Son Heung-min or Harry Kane? Who is more important? Oh, that is a hard choice. But I think probably Harry Kane. Because Why? recently we have seen how much Spurs struggle without Harry Kane. They don't have a focal point in attack. Son Heung-min is very, very important for Spurs, but I would argue that it's not nearly as important as Kane because Kane seems to be the one connecting all the attacks. And if Son Heung-min is not there, they might be able to do away with getting Lucas there. But if Harry Kane is not there, they don't seem to have anyone to replace him. So I think mm. Kane, by a small margin, is more important. Udi. Mm. Um, same answer, Harry Kane. Um, I think he explained it very well, so I think I'll just um leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Can question number twelve? Uh, Ude will go first. Can okay. Chelsea finish in the top four under Thomas Tuchel? Um, my answer is no, because um there are so many other teams that are doing really well right now. Leicester is doing really well. Um, I know Aston Villa has um. Slowed down a bit from the last time he spoke in the podcast, but I think they might just sneak into the top four. So Aston my answer is no. Okay. Yeah. Aston Villa uh, ahead of West Ham, maybe. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's West Ham also. Yeah, I forgot about West Ham, but yeah. Yeah. Aston Villa is what I chose the last time, so I'm stick yeah. with it. So I think Chelsea is going to narrowly miss out on the top four. I think they're going to get fifth mm-hmm. based on current uh looking at the table. Um, I think the top three is sort of fixed. And barring a miraculous drop of form, probably City, Leicester, and United are going to be in the top three. The fourth place is where it's up for grabs between West Ham, Liverpool, Chelsea. Not sure about Spurs, but yeah, I think Chelsea will narrowly miss out. Okay. Question thirteen. Uh, Arjun will go first. Yeah. Ruben Diaz or Virgil Van Dijk? Virgil Van Dijk, without a question, just because he has proved himself over the last two three seasons. Just how important he is to Liverpool. Ruben Diaz, uh, yes, he has been very good this season, but he hasn't won a trophy. Also, he hasn't done it for a couple or three seasons yet. 
Well, I think if I'm not mistaken, Van Dijk has done it at least for two seasons, if not more. Uh, and he has won the Champions League and Premier League as well. So I think Virgil Van Dijk without a question. Yeah. Uh, Uday? I just want Ruben Diaz to win the league this season. <laughs> so where did Ruben Diaz? Why? Yeah? <laughs> I mean, Why, yeah? I don't know. Like, okay, I'm a Manchester United fan. Actually, I don't like uh-huh. Manchester City. But Ruben Diaz seems to be very composed. And like, it will, Ruben Diaz is going to be the next Virgil Van Dijk. Three years down the line, we're going to start talking about how like Man- uh, Ruben Diaz is going to be injured and Man City really miss him. So my answer is going to be Ruben Diaz. He just really well um, managed the Manchester City backline. That's why. Okay. Question 14. Uh, Uday will go first. James okay. Madison, Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, Wilfried Zaha. Pick two for England. Madison, Grealish, Foden, Zaha. Two. Okay. Um, so my answer is going to be Foden and Madison. Foden, okay. Because, because um, uh, Madison, as he's performed right now, he seems to be creating more chances. Mm-hmm. Although none of them, are, not all of them, are being converted, but he seems to be creating a lot of chances now. Um, and Foden just looks like a very energetic player that England need right now. So Foden and Madison. Okay, Ajun. Yeah. So actually, Zaha is playing for Ivory Coast, if I'm not mistaken. But oh okay, yes, for, for the yeah, sake yeah. of the question, I'll say Zaha and Grealish. So my answer is completely opposite. Uh, just because I think England is missing a Grealish sort of character who can take the ball and just run with it. Yeah. Similar with Zaha as well. So with Zaha on the right and Grealish on the left, um, wow. I think it, England will really be scary. Um, yeah. Definitely Madison and Foden are very good players as well and it'll really help to have them in the reserves but maybe for the future. Yeah. Okay, question 15. This one, Arjun will go first. Is Harry Maguire MU's best central defender? At the moment in time, yes. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um. Of course, I'm not happy with, uh, with that situation, but yes, uh, just because he's more consistent than Eric Bailly. Eric Bailly is brilliant. Mm. If both of them mm. are at top form, I'll say Bailly is better, but Bailly mm. is not consistent. Lindelof mm. is not good enough. So wow. definitely at this point of time, Maguire is the best central defender of the club. Udi? Um, can I say Phil Jones? <laughs> 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 okay, so um, to answer your question, um, yeah, I guess um, he is the best. But Luke Shaw played really well um, and mentioned that had three centre-backs. So, I don't know. I prefer Luke Shaw as a centre-back compared to Harry Maguire. Huh? Luke so Shaw as a centre-back? Okay. Yes, yes. yes. Luke Shaw played back. three centre-backs as a centre-back in a few yeah. games. Yes. Okay. Alright. Uh, question number... 16. This one, Uday will go first. Most outstanding Premier League player so far? So far, is it what's happening in the current season? Yes, this season. Okay. This season, outstanding Premier League player, uh, Bruno Fernandes. Um, just, he has more goals and assists than the number of matches he's played. So, that's mm-hmm. my answer. <laughs> Good answer. Alright, Arjun? Yes, it's hard to disagree with that. Uh, definitely Bruno Fernandes. But also, it's worth noting that Mohamed Salah is still the top scorer in the league. Uh, although mm. <laughs> everyone says he's having a bad season, it's just amazing <laughs> that he's still at the top of the goal scoring chart. But I think I it's think because of the standard he set in the first season. Uh, yes, and also because he's still scoring uh, one or two goals here and there despite Liverpool's bad form. So yes. he's beginning himself there. But 
Bruno Fernandes' impact at United can't be uh, understated. If you take yeah. Bruno Fernandes out, I think United are more like a mid-table team. Yeah. So that's how, how far he has elevated them. So yeah, definitely Bruno Fernandes. Yeah, but the name that came to mind for me when I wrote this question down mm-hmm. was Yuchai Gundogan. Yes, for the last <laughs> 10 matches, probably Gundogan definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Gundogan has just, I think, from game week 13 onwards, he's really performed. Before that, he was on the average yeah. side and everything. Um, I guess even Man City were pretty shit before game week 13. So, yeah, that's why yeah. he's really good. Yeah. All right. Question 17. Oh. Arjun will go first. Timo Werner, flop or jury still out? Um, I think we'll still need to give him time. I will say jury still out. Just because mm-hmm. there have been a lot of examples. For example, even at United, Fred, when he came in, I think for the first entire season, people were saying he's a flop, uh, which he was. He was underperforming. But right now, mm-hmm. he's probably the most important member of that midfield alongside McTom and maybe Pogba as well. So, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I think jury's still out. It's probably a bit too early to judge him. Mm-hmm. Uh, a uh, flop because he ruined my fantasy Premier League season. That's my answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You want to elaborate more? I mean, uh, Fantasy Premier League is this game where you get points whenever your yeah, yeah. Goals, goals and assist goals. So, at the start of the season, he was really highly rated and I had him for like five game weeks. And I kept him uh, there even though he scored like one goal. You know, I was hoping and praying and after that, I was like, nah, I'm done with this guy. So, I just sold him off. So, yeah, plop. <laughs> okay. Question 18. Uday will go first. Where will Liverpool finish this season in Premier League? Sixth, where they currently are. That's the answer. Oh. You need an elaboration? I mean, it's just really shit. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, they really miss Virgil and Dyke, and mm-hmm. um, I don't. And I think he's injured the whole season. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, attacking trio right now look very knackered and tired. Although, like, like I still don't know how Mohamed Salah is top scorer. Mm. So, but yeah, um, I think Liverpool might not make it into the top four because of their current team and form. Mm. Arjun. Yes, I agree with that. I think fifth or sixth. Um, probably interchanging places with Chelsea. Chelsea and Liverpool, I think, will finish fifth or sixth. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Two months ago, we talked about Liverpool in the top four, right? Wow. Not only that, I think... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the top four, I told them they were third, yeah. Having multiple potential title winners, how many potential title winners have we had so far? Liverpool, United, City, yeah. Spurs. Uh, I think Chelsea at, at one point as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, question 19. Uh, Arjun will go first. Mark out of 10 for VAR. <laughs> um, two. Uh, wow, okay, why? Just because, uh, yes, as a United fan, I think fr- from the start of the season, we have been getting a lot of penalties. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of them justified, I would say. One or two odd ones here or there, not justified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have been on the uh, good side of VAR for some time. Uh, although recently it's been the other way around. But mm-hmm. I just hate the inconsistency. I would yeah, yeah I, I would still prefer the human error of human referees without the offside the offside thing is very frustrating though. Yes, that's line. right. Uh, before, <laughs> I mean, before this, before VL, I never had a frustration. Like yeah. even one if, if it was ruled offside, much uh, even if he was magically onside, I was fine. Yes. Yeah. Uh Uday? Uh negative ten. So you don't like it? You want to go back I mean, to 
Yes, I don't like it. Rather have a linesman um, on the touchline uh, near the okay. goal post. Yep. All right, question 20. Uday will go first. Zlatan Ibrahimovic or Romelu Lukaku at MU? Who was better? Uh, uh, Tough one. Um, I think I might... Um, no, I think Romelu Lukaku did really well um, for three seasons. So I'm going to choose, choose Romelu Lukaku. He consistently at least scored, I think, more than 10 goals. I don't want to say 15, but I think he's got more than 10 goals for all three seasons. So he did really well. So my answer is Romelu Lukaku. All right, Arjun? Um, yeah, so I was quite a big fan of Lukaku as well when he came. But I would have to say Ibrahimovic was the slightly better player at United, just by a small margin. Just because he was already an experienced player, similar to how Cavani is doing, but probably even better. He was actually scoring goals regularly, and he won the League Cup for United by scoring, I think, two goals in the final, things like that. Oh, uh, yes. Look- Against Southampton, right? Yes, which Lukaku never did. Although Lukaku... Worked very hard, and I can't fault him for that. But he's very by a small margin. All right. Uh, question twenty-one. Arjun will go first. The most disappointing Premier League player so far. Oh wow! Most disappointing. Um, hmm. that's a tough one. I would probably say the whole Sheffield team for big parts of the season. Um, maybe Allison for the past couple of matches. Hmm. Um. I guess, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, and Timo Werner as well, definitely. Not forgetting Timo Werner. Yeah. Uh, uh, Uday? Oh, big part oh, of yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that's about it. So, can't be quite one. Uday? Yeah, um, he said it very well, um, Timo Werner. I think uh, players like Kai Havertz, um, even um, the other Moroccan winger, Chelsea God, what's his yeah. name? Yeah. But I guess they were injured, but definitely pretty disappointing in the first season because they were highly regarded and um, I don't see anything from them. So yeah, those are my answers. Alright. Question number 22. Uday will go first. Should Jamie Vardy be in the England squad? Um, nah, just let him retire and have his Skittles and like his Red Bull at home. I think... Uh, I don't think uh, Jamie Vardy should be in the England squad. So that's my answer. Arjun? Um, I think if he hasn't retired, yes, definitely he should be in the squad. But him having retired, I don't think uh, Southgate really needs to persuade him to come out of retirement. Because England has uh, more than enough options up front. Um, Kane, Rashford, Sterling, Sancho, and yeah, Lord more Grealish as well. So, yeah, yeah, just one second. Just one second. Would you rather have a uh, prime Kane or prime Vardy with you in your in your England team? Uh, that's a very tough choice. <laughs> yeah, so that's why they are completely different kind of players. Depends on the way England plays. I think if they are playing with pace, Vardy for sure, like counter pressing, attacking things like that. But if Kane is in a similar role to he was in Spurs, then Kane. All right, question twenty three. Who will make the next big step up to the top six club? Dean Smith, Brendan Rogers, or David Moyes? Arjun. Um, Dean Smith, Brendan Rogers, or David Moyes? Um, that's a tough one. I don't think Brendan Rogers, just because he's already in a very well performing Leicester. Okay. Um, it's between Dean Smith or David Moyes. I'm going to go for Dean Smith, just because mm-hmm. David Moyes has already failed at the top six club before, and. People might be more hesitant to take the risk. Yes. So I think Dean yeah. Smith is probably the 
But now West Ham is above Aston Villa, right? Eh? Uh, yes, that's true. But uh, I think people would also prefer Aston Villa's style of play. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Udi? Yeah, Dean Smith. Um, West Ham is ahead of Aston Villa because Aston Villa has played two to three less games, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, good point you brought up. But uh, Dean Smith, uh, because of the counter-attacking play that they have, Aston Villa. All right. Okay. Question number 24. Udi will go first. Your England yep. starting goalkeeper. I have a few examples. Dean <laughs> Henderson, Jordan Pickford, or, uh, or Nick Pope. It's got to be the Pope, man. It's got to be the Pope. I mean, the reason why I'm saying this is because I think um, in the past few seasons, Nick Pope was regarded for the number of saves he has made um, mm. for a club like Burnley. Burnley play in a way that they let shots go through, but yet they don't concede that much. So Nick Pope mm. is really good at shot stopping and England need a shot mm. stopper. So, mm. because they already have a lot of distributors and ball winners and everything. So, the answer is Nick Pope. Alright, Ajun? Yes, I completely agree. Of course, as a United fan, I would love to see Jim Henderson being England's number one. But I think it has to be Nick Pope. Uh, Pickford is probably the worst out of the three. Um, but he's still, he's still the first choice for Gareth Southgate. Yes, which is very funny. <laughs> I think Nick Pope should be number one and Jim Henderson should be number two. <laughs> yep. Alright. Question number 25 and HO debate. Arjun will go first. Aaron Wan Bisaka or Trent Alexander Arnold? <laughs> um, I knew you were going to ask this question. <laughs> um, hmm, it's very interesting because it, it depends whether you want your, team, your fullback to attack or you want your fullback to defend. But mm. seeing the way that, uh, let's say, if I'm a manager and how I would set up my team, I would want a more defensive fullback. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, if my uh, wings or full fullback positions are exposed. I want someone who's very good in stopping the oppo- opposing wingers. So I would go for Aaron Ron Bisaka personally. But of course, Trent is fantastic offensively. So the best is I would put one Bisaka on the right side of a three at the back and Trent as a wing back. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you just like <laughs> that's a great answer. But I think um, what I would do is I like. Um, a bit more defensive um, style of play also. So, I would rather have one Bissaka rather than Trent. So, yeah. Alright. Question number 26. Udi will go first. Is the title yes. race over? 10-point lead at the top of the Premier League with uh, 14 games left. Uh, yes, the title league is over. <laughs> Arjun? Um... Yes, although all common sense says yes, but based on past seasons, I would say no. Um, I mean, teams have uh, squandered this sort of leads before. Yes, it's a very big lead, but based on how this season is going, it's you never know. So I'll probably say no, it's not over until it's mathematically over, but yeah, it's going to be really, really hard for any team to get the sort of form catch, to catch up. Team, yeah. yeah. Alright, question number 27. Arjun will go first. Can Mourinho beat Pep in the EFL Cup final? No. Definitely not. Wow. Based on current form, uh, I don't think there's a way. Although Mourinho can perform miracles against yes. better teams on form. but Especially in the final? Yes. But this City team seems to have a bit too much uh, mm. fine power as well as on form. Uh, they have a great squad to rotate as well. And yeah, they have won the past three, I think, League Cups. So I don't think there's a way that Mourinho is going to beat that. 
Alright, Udi? Um, the answer is also no. Mourinho cannot do it. Um, if you guys wow. saw the last Premier League game, where the centre back for Spurs, um, fell this put it like he just he got out muscled by the shortest one of the shortest <laughs> player in the Premier League, Gundogan, and um, yeah, yeah. They both fell flat on the floor. I think that's what's going to happen again in the finals. So yeah, the answer is no. Mourinho cannot do it. <laughs> All right, question number 28. India Prime, Steven Gerrard, Frank Lampard, or Paul Scholes? <laughs> Uday. Okay, good question. Um, the answer will be a bit more biased. I will say Paul Scholes. Um, I think because I, he was the only one who was able to beat Prime Barcelona in a two-leg match. So Paul Scholes is the only one who scored a goal, actually. So yeah, the answer is Paul Scholes for me. All right. Uh, uh, Steven Gerrard beat Barcelona on a two-legged match also. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but did he score a goal? No, he didn't. It's a decisive goal. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Arjun? Yeah. So, um, individually, I would say Steven Gerrard is probably the best of the three in terms mm-hmm. of technique and just all-around better midfield player. But yes, probably a bit of biasness as well. I would have to go for Paul goals just because mm-hmm. of what he achieved uh, throughout his career. Yeah. The trophy um, he won. Yeah, the trophies he won. Also, it did help that he was playing in such a great team. But yeah, I have to go for goals. All right. Also, Paul, didn't Paul didn't slip. Paul didn't slip. Paul didn't slip. All right. Question number 29. Arjun will go first. Next manager to go. I have a few examples. Chris Wilder, Sam Allardyce or Scott Parker? I think Fulham has been doing decently well. So I don't think it'll be Scott Parker. It's between Sam Allardyce and... Um, Chris Wilder and Sheffield seem to have good faith in Chris Wilder so I have a feeling it might be Sam Allardyce mm. Alright, uh, Udi? Sam Allardyce is going to leave on his own terms before the end of the season so that he still maintains his not um, relegate, re- relegation uh, pedigree that he has he has never relegated with a team before so Sam Allardyce is going to leave he's not going to get sacked Yes, I agree so That's my idea. Yeah, but, but when I wrote this question now, I was thinking, actually, I would think Chris Wilder should be the next one to go. I know the club has great faith in him, but they are still bottom of the league. True, yeah, but I, I read an article saying that the club has immense faith in him and yeah, mm. they, they, they are going to stick with him, even if they get relegated. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Question number 30, and this will be the last question for today. Uh, Uday will go first. Are uh, two nine news defeat acceptable for a manager? Um, the answer should be no, and it is no. Um, however, if the manager can turn around those nine news defeats, I would I keep faith in him. So the answer is no. All right, Arjun? It's not acceptable. Uh, I think it depends on the stature of the club. If it's a top club, top European club, uh, like for example, the top four in the Premier League or mm. Barcelona, Real Madrid, definitely not. Um, because just because you have let the fans down horribly, but twice. if it yes twice, <laughs> but if it's a mid-table club like Southampton, uh, who are punching above their own weight, and yes, they did lose nine years twice, but if mm. if the manager seem to be able to get the best out of them in other matches, I think it uh it deserves a chance. It is acceptable, lah. Yeah, it is acceptable. Yeah. Hey, but right. quick, uh, I guess, side note before we end. 
But what's the difference between a 9-0 and a 6-1 thrashing? Especially the 9-0s were when um, teams, mid-table teams had like a red card. I, Manchester United have lost like 6-1 already. I think, I don't know who, which are the other big teams. Did Spurs lose 6-1 before or 5 goals before? I don't know. But I know Manchester United uh, have lost 6-1 after, already. After it, even under Ferguson. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, why... Why didn't they take Ferguson back then? So, I mean... That's true. It's, That's uh, a good point. It's, I guess it's really weird. La. Scores can be really weird at certain games. So, yeah. I mean, you are, you said the same answer as me. I just find it really... Like, I just finally thought about it. What's the difference between 6-1 and 9-0? True. Can, you, context, can you answer that? It, it's only the goal difference, really. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, in terms of points, it's still three points. Whether you lose 1-0 or 9-0. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so I think that concludes our session for today. <laughs> I hope we both you have fun. Yeah, <laughs> definitely very fun. Hey, it feels like time flies. Huh? It's only half an hour since we recorded the podcast already. Yeah, it, <laughs> uh, is, it yes. is. Yes, yes, it is. It really feel like it. Yeah. So, Steven, who's the winner? I think you can just randomly choose one. <laughs> uh, I think Arjun provide better answer and elaboration. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> I, yes. I, I didn't prepare for to, to, to give out a winner for this kind of. <laughs> so I think you have to give me a prize after this. The next time we all meet. <laughs> bonus, bonus all right, <laughs> all right, uh, listeners. Thank you for joining us today. And again, if you have any sessions that you want us to do, please do leave us a DM on our Instagram handle that is at Ruven Arjun at R-V-A-N-A-R-J-U-N or at Stephen Rockon. That's at S-T-E-P-H-E-N underscore R-O-C-K underscore O-N. Again, this podcast is proudly sponsored by Sasha Bakery and Misuboy SG. Once again, Uday, thank you for joining us today. Cheers. Enjoy your weekend, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, all. Right. Thanks all. We'll see you again next time. Bye-bye.